0: Hey, welcome in. It's Donna and Steve, Hour two on my talk where talk is fun. Donna Valentine is out today because she is mentally preparing for Billy Joel and Stevie Next tomorrow night at U.S. Bank. If you see her, I'm sure she'd love to say hello. She'll be there with two of her Jersey friends tomorrow. Who is Jersey. So if you have trouble locating them at the beginning of the concert, just look toward the end of the concert. They'll be the ones in handcuffs. Like <laughs> right this way. Get into the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. I heard who you are. Oh so that's boy. gonna happen.
1: That's good. Tomorrow,
0: Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Did you set aside three hours last night to watch the CMAs, of course? Alas, I
1: did not. Okay. I did not, but I do um I, I love country music. I listen to country music all the time. We had Amy James on uh, on Twin Cities Live yesterday to talk oh, about yes. well, we some her. of the um, excitement. Yeah.
0: Well, I can give you a rundown. I did not see it either. Uh, but here's a little bit of a rundown of some of the big takeaways from last night. We will hear from Jelly Roll with a pretty cool moment here in a moment. Lainey Wilson really cleaned house Nine nominations.
1: Night. She led in nominations, including Entertainer of the Year, which was not... I mean, there were a lot of other people up for it. It was a cat just catapult to stardom for her really
0: is well of the nine nominations better than a 50 percent hit rate because she won five awards last night including entertainer of the year and that actually makes her the first female to win entertainer of the year since taylor swift in 2011
2: so that's a
0: really big deal there i don't know who was winning that well clearly a bunch of dudes um (laughs) So this is a sad day for men everywhere. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. Boy, take a moment of silence.
0: Yeah, I almost didn't even want to do the story. Uh, But yeah, she's the first female since Taylor Swift in 2011. So congratulations to Lainey Wilson. She also won Female Vocalist of the Year, Album of the Year for Bell Bottom Country, and her song with Hardy called Wait in the Truck won Music Video of the Year and Musical Event of the Year. So yay, Lainey Wilson. Way to go. I don't know any of her songs. I don't know Lainey Wilson. She's wonderful.
1: Amy said that she is great. one of those people that you can tell when like the, the just the fun starts to wear on them and they get annoyed. It's the same question and all of that. And yeah. and Lainey has the same delight. Like she's just fully uh, in it and soaking it up and loving every moment.
3: And that's speaking great. of Yellowstone, she's in Yellowstone. Oh. Is that right? Yeah.
1: The latest season?
3: She appears in the Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she joins later on in the I was like that's show. why I have a recurring seen her in mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. A recurring character? Yeah. Oh. Good for her. Yeah, she's fantastic. Got great acting Uh, chops.
0: Let's see some other things from the CMAs. Uh, Chris Stapleton clearly owns the Male Vocalist of the Year category at this point. Chris Stapleton just won Male Vocalist of the Year for the seventh time. man. That's a lot. I mean, when did Tennessee Whiskey, that performance that he did with JT, that was probably around seven or eight years ago. Has it almost just been a clean sweep for Chris Stapleton ever since then? But it's tough to beat it if it's vocalist. If we're talking vocalist category, I don't know how true the CMA, uh, the Country Music Association, stays to who's got the best vocal chops. But if that really is the the criteria, he's going to be tough to beat for a while. He's so good. He is so good. Uh, There was sort of an early surprise at the CMA's last night. Luke Combs' version of Fast Car yeah. won Single of the Year, and then moments later, it won Song of the Year. But the internet apparently wasn't too happy that a cover beat out songs that were written by country artists in both of those categories. But I hey, think some, some people a get a
1: little bit of a Fast Car fatigue, too, because it's everybody does a cover of Fast Car. Does but Tracy Luke's- Chapman show up? I not not that, that was the hope that maybe there. she would show up that that would be kind of fun and they could have done a du- uh, duet. Listen, I love a cover and I want more artists to do more covers when yeah. we're at their concerts. Concerts, yes, because you know what's so fun? Kelly Clarkson and Kelly Oki on her show when Very she much. just sings other people's songs and you hear her take on those songs. I love it when I go to a concert and. And artists are doing covers because, you know, some of it is like if I want to listen to all of their music, I have it on my telephone device. Right. Like I want to hear them do cool stuff that like going to the concert is I want to, you know, things that they're inspired by or things they're having fun with. I want to be part of when I'm at a concert. I also want concerts to be shorter. And I would also like them to be more of like an inclusion of multiple artists so it doesn't go on so long.
0: I also want there to be on the ticket, now that we're complaining, a time that the each act begins. So opening act one, opening yes. act two. Because I'm a square, guys. So whenever I get tickets to something, I'm like, hey, well, we got to be there at seven. And then I get there, and the people at the XL, they're like oh, hey, you're here early, cool, help us turn some lights on.
1: <laughs> I'm like, well, guys, I thought the concert was happening. The concert doesn't start for another three hours. I know. Listen, I'm also done buying drinks at these things. I'm oh, done. Just I have 16 bucks per can of pop or a can of bud? do it. I can't do it, guys. But you make all that fancy TV money. Yeah, one would think, but I want my house clean, and I would rather have my house clean <laughs> than buy an overpriced white claw at sure. the uh, at. Any of these venues, I just, it was after we went to, um, to Bill Burr at the Target Center and it was like, I, I went, or no, it, we went to Zach Bryan at the Target Center. I also Very went to Bill different. Burr, but I went to Zach Bryan at the Target Center, which was great by the way. It was awesome. Um, I was also, I think we were the oldest people there and I'm sure. 42 just why? <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think Jay bought a couple beers and it was like oh, yeah. 55 bucks and I said, I'm not drinking at this. Like, I'm not doing it. If I'm going to have cocktails and go to an event, I'm going to front load my cocktails on my way in the door when I'm at another establishment and I can't. If I'm going to pay $20 for a drink, it better be top freaking shelf. Yeah. Okay. Okay. you hear me? Are you hearing me? It's gotten out of control, though. Don't you think I'm right?
0: I always think you're right. They are so expensive.
1: It really is so expensive.
0: And the funny thing is, I'll be out at one of these events, and I'll be like, "Hey, I'll have a uh, a summit EPA," and they're like, "Great, seventeen And then I always tip, and it's like, "Okay, here we are. We're out twenty bucks easy." And meanwhile, Stevie Boy the next day can be at a uh, like the Target liquor, Any and I'm liquor looking star. at a six pack, and I'm like, hmm. Do I really want to spend ten ninety nine right on that six pack? And I you just spent twenty dollars on a uh, uh, beer. Uh. Maybe it's I mean weird. it might have
1: been bigger, but like still, it's weird. And then they insist on opening. I just there's so many things about buying alcohol at these big events, and I love going to big events. Like I like concerts, I like all these things. I just can't do it. I've got we've, three mouths to feed.
0: We've gotten too negative. Okay. We've gotten too negative. Let's go more positive. Which is why we're now going to go back to Jelly Roll. Mm. Jelly Roll had a big night last night. Um, won an award. Oh, Shnikes. Uh, the, what's the What's the category that he won for, Mike? New Artist of the Year. He okay. was up for
1: five awards.
0: And he was he just like such a breakthrough. So to get New Artist of the Year, he gets up there on stage and uh and then this is what i as i went to bed i saw this on tiktok as i'm like walking up the steps because i can't you know i guess walk 10 steps without some form of entertainment coming at me gosh <laughs> dude. anyway this is what i heard i thought it was pretty cool
3: i uh i only got a
0: second and I'm, I'm gonna say a lot and i'm sorry but the quickest i can say it is thank you to the label stony creek management john loba joe jamie you saved my life country radio what's up baby
4: I got a thousand people to thank you, but most importantly, my lord and my wife, I love you so much, you changed my life, baby. <laughs> Megan Parker, Haley, I love all y'all, we're
0: friends. And Zach Bryan, I think you are one of the hottest things on earth, not just country music. You deserve this as much as anybody else. I love you, I'm glad we're sitting there partying the rest of the night, baby. But most importantly, there is something poetic about a 39-year-old man winning New Artist of the Year. I don't know where you're at in your life or what you're going through, but I want to tell you to keep going, baby. I want to tell you success is on the other side of it. I want to tell you it's going to be okay. I want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the
3: rearview mirror for a reason, because what's in front of you is so much more important than
4: what's behind you. Let's party, Nashville!
0: It was such a cool moment. Like, everybody starts standing up. Yeah, he took everybody to church there. And everybody starts standing up as he goes. The emotion bubbles up. And what a cool story, too, for a guy who has had some really, really difficult things that he's gone through in his life. And to have been able to change the course of that and then to be on that stage, putting positivity out there through his music. It's just a pretty powerful thing. That's
1: amazing. And his uh, name is Jelly Roll, and he has face tats.
0: Come on, man. Let's go. I'm starting to wonder. When do I I, I you think know I'm you gonna could, break the seal at some point?
1: I know you could do it. Wouldn't that be exciting? Their first tattoo is a face tattoo.
0: And it's just the whole face.
1: Oh my god. It's all covered. Um Lou will leave you so <laughs> she can come to my house. What if house? it says in
0: repeat though, Lou, Lou? Eat, she'll leave you even Lou, faster. Lou, <laughs> Lou,
4: Lou, Lou. Loony,
0: loony. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've got a little bit of food news. Um, today is National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day, so we're going to let you know where you can score some of those deals. Yum. And then it just so happens that if you watch the television show that Elizabeth is on today, you will see a recipe for one of the greatest things you'll ever put on your Thanksgiving table. We'll tell you about it when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. What? Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy from my buddies over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters where Jersey Boys is on the main stage right now. Now, look, they've got a wonderful concert series. You hear me tell you about it all the time. They've got great holiday concerts coming up. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. They do clean improv comedy Friday and Saturday night. It's a great way to help fill your weekends up with some music. And I tell you about that stuff all the time, but I just got to tell you about something that I saw yesterday. If you don't follow Chanhassen Dinner Theaters on Instagram, do yourself a favor, go follow them. And then uh, you can go and check out, just scroll down a touch, and you will see this really cool moment between Nick Massey Jr., uh, the son of Nick Massey, who is portrayed in Jersey Boys, at the matinee this week, Watching the performance of Jersey Boys gets together with Shad Hanley, who plays Nick Massey in the play. They have this moment afterward where there could not be higher praise given to Shad and the cast for what they have done. Uh, if it's passing that muster, I think it's going to pass muster for all of us. Jersey Boys, main stage tickets, chan at dt.com. Hi, everyone. It's Steven Glenn Patterson. <laughs> <clears throat> We're on the radio. This is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk one oh seven one. Thanks for listening. Elizabeth Reese is here for Donna Valentine.
4: <coughs>
0: wow! What are we live, Mike? You
1: got troubles?
0: Oh, what? We're on
1: the air. A
0: guy can't have a cold. I just got Do a, just you have a little, a little thing, just a little bit of a What's little going bit of a. On? Are you
1: taking all your things? You I'm need taking
0: need my zinc. I'm taking elderberry my elderberry uh, syrup. I haven't got my elderberry yet. I've got. Uh, I believe you told me I was supposed to smash my body with uh, vitamin D as well.
1: Vitamin D plus K2. Vitamin D3 plus I think K2. I have the D3. I
0: don't know if there's K2 in it or not. Is Hopefully that a separate there is. thing? or Well, is it they just like baked to sell it there.
1: together because apparently they say, you know, these things are all connected, my friends. So they'll tell you to take one vitamin and then they're like, but it doesn't absorb unless you take this one too. Oh. The world of supplements. What a wild, wild place.
0: But I'll tell you what's coursing through my body right now is a big handful of spinach, a full lemon, half of a cucumber, blueberries, flaxseed meal. And in uh, protein powder. So I'm you sorry, everybody. Out? Sorry about that.
1: I finally have a protein powder that I truly love. It feels very exciting because I've only tried about fifteen hundred different ones. And I can't wait so... to hear
0: how expensive this stuff is. You probably get it shipped in from Tunisia. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me all the details.
1: It's the it's um, from Paleo Valley. And it's Is that a uh,
0: fictitious place?
1: <laughs> no, they actually make the they they're the beef sticks they make are really great too. Oh okay. they're so good. I'm always on the hunt for a good beef stick. Listen, I don't leave the house without beef sticks in my bag. You never know when there's gonna be some sort of emergency. I'm a mom. Sure. You know, sure. you gotta have snacks in the bag. Yep. And I, f- I really like this protein powder. What do you
0: get, the bone broth protein? It's
1: uh, Yeah, it's grass-fed. Whey protein does not sit well with me. If whey protein works for your tummy, then listen, you go for it. And it does not sit well with you. me, so but maybe I makes, need to look it. Into has it has always made my stomach not feel good. No, yeah. I, And it always makes me kind of feel like, you know, and I thought, I don't think I like smoothies. And then I realized, I think that protein powder just isn't great for me. And lots of other dairy things i do fine it's just the whey protein it's like a concentration that's too much for the e Reese tum-tum sure
0: sure sure yeah
1: so anyway this paleo valley they have a vanilla and they have chocolate and my kids really like it and it's grass-fed beef protein isolate or whatever you know i don't know but it's really it's really great and it doesn't taste um no doesn't taste chalky My kids think the chocolate is like ice cream and I just blend it in and um, it's with bananas and ice and like, you know, sometimes I'll do banana, strawberry, ice, chocolate protein and like a scoop of coconut milk. Boof! they love it.
0: Wow. Bone broth protein.
1: I knew I'd get some bone broth in here. It's always. What a a woman. (laughs) I know. I love it. I love bone broth. Makes me happy.
0: Meanwhile, today's National Fried Chicken Sandwich Uh, Day, everybody. I also,
1: hashtag balance, I love a fried chicken sammy. If I'm going to get some sort of fried something, a fried chicken sandwich is so good, which reminds me, I haven't been to Revival in a while and gotten some fried chicken.
0: Oh, yeah. Last time I was at Revival, I had their brisket. I mean, just go outside and slap your neighbor right across the face. That was probably
1: six years ago that you did that. Just FYI. First
0: of all, (laughs) it was within the last 12 to 18
1: months. Oh, look at so
0: you. So how's about that?
1: Ooh. Oh, it was
0: so good, too. Holy crap, it was so good. Anyway, back to uh, fried chicken here. Yeah. Uh, National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day. A few places that have some deals going on. Uh, do you ever, do you love the chicken at papas? Love Mm-mm. the chicken at Popeye's. They have a free second chicken sandwich if you order a combo meal today. Mm. Okay. Uh, Libby, you probably haven't been to a Burger King in a decade or more.
1: No, they, longer than that. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Longer.
0: They're selling a free royal, not an average, a freaking royal crispy chicken sandwich. You get a free one as long as you spend five bucks elsewhere.
1: That's a pretty good deal.
0: Want to go to Wingstop? Sure. I don't know what that is. How about to, to a buy one, get one deal if you use the code <laughs> BOGO SAMMY. Wingstop is like a, a chicken wing joint. I don't know that we have them here. They might be, Buffalo Wild Wings sort of has the market cornered here, but Wingstop is a fast growing chicken chain.
1: Buffalo Wild Wings. I haven't been to one of those in a while, but I do like it. Jay and I used to go and play trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings. It was fun. Really? Yeah, they had trivia nights. Oh, that's fun. I know. And trivia is fun when you're dating, it's fun anytime, but, uh, you know, it's just fun.
0: We'll see if you think that (laughs) in about 10 minutes when we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, KFC has a free chicken sandwich. If, if, if you spend $15 in order through DoorDash or Uber Eats, which, by the way, that means your $15 order is going to become like $30 after fees and all of that, uh, you can also get 50% off chicken sandwiches if you use Grubhub. Those places are so expensive. Uber Eats, DoorDash, you have to really need the food and have to really not want to go out to get it because, legit, I do this when I travel. And, yeah, guys, sue me, okay? I travel. And when I travel... I will say, okay, bring me the sushi, and the sushi is like here, sixteen ninety nine for the sushi. Great! Yeah. By the time it gets to your door, uh huh, that sixteen ninety nine. I'm not kidding you. It's like thirty four dollars.
1: It's so true. I remember one time I, um, I was out of town. Jay was home with, and I think we had one baby at the time, and I was traveling. And I thought, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order him pizza, like to just show up and it'd be Great. so, fun. and I ordered him and I, and we like uh, black sheet pizza, is really delicious. So we don't, we can't like get that without one of those services at our house. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I'm going to order this and just have it like show up and he's home with the baby and it's going to be so fun. And then I'll give him a heads up that it's coming. Yeah. They search priced me. Wow. I didn't even know they could do this. I mean, this was years ago.
0: Oh, it was the time.
1: Steve Patterson. All of a sudden, I was eighty bucks oh. in oh on like gosh. a pizza, oh and I, and I was like, "What in God? Oh has happened here?" It, and and then I was in a different time zone, living my best life, thinking I've handled this. And then it was really wow. You're right; it's wild.
0: Golly. Anyway, celebrate National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day today. We're going to play a game, College of Pop Culture Knowledge, next. Call now, 651-641-1071. Game time. Can Libby win? Find out next.
2: Oh, Donna here to tell you guys about a business I am supporting that I love. It's called Energy Savers Fireplaces. This is a true local family business that started in the 70s with a great guy named Andy, who ended up hiring his son, Jeff, who ended up taking over the business. And now Jeff's two daughters, Anna and Laura, are a big part of Energy Savers Fireplaces. I love that story. I, You know, if you want to add a fireplace, to your space this is the place to visit if you want to convert from wood to gas this is your place they've got only five-star reviews and they can help you choose the right place in your home they can work with you to design the perfect fireplace and hearth and mantle and so on with a free in-home estimate Here's what you should do. Check out their design tools so you can visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own home. Go to Energy dot com and find out more about their business and how they can help you. Energy Savers Fireplaces since 1976, just off Highway 36 in Oakdale.
4: Hey,
0: welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. We've got Elizabeth Reese in for Donna Valentine today. Uh, she's going to be at tomorrow as well. Donna's out for the big Billy Joel Stevie Nicks show that's happening tomorrow night at U.S. Bank. She'll be back on Monday with a full review. Mike was just talking about the wind. Holy schnikes, it was so windy last night. I had so some patio windy. furniture that like, suddenly, when, you, when you're not out on your deck and no one is on your deck, <sighs> but then you hear sounds from your
1: deck. That feels not great. That's a scary time. I know. I was buckling my son in and I'm like, Wah! and you know, my least favorite weather phenomenon is wind. is wind. Wind it makes me very uncomfortable and unsettled. I would never survive a hurricane.
0: And I was thinking, wow, with this chill in the air, isn't this going to be great when the hot tub gets delivered? No,
1: you <laughs> this are afternoon. not. Afternoon today this afternoon,
0: the delivery happens i'll be there smoking a cigarette no, out you in the won't lawn okay. you won't be doing but that. still just watching them you know i like to watch oh people my gosh stuff in.
1: this is really exciting we'll get to
0: that after the game but okay. first the beatdown must commence Ew. it's
2: time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter Donna.
4: Donna's
3: a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is that time. College of Pop Culture knowledge. Donna has rattled off three victories this week to pull within one point. Of a lot Steve. of pressure, a lot of Ooh, pressure. Which means Wendy. there is a little bit of pressure here. You could tie everything up, Elizabeth, with a victory today, and uh, you might not have to do it alone, as uh, we got a caller on the line, Molly, who might be helping you out. We'll see you. Hi, Molly. Good morning.
0: How are you? I'm good. Great. You're here with uh, with Elizabeth and Steve. What's happening in your day? Like After you play this game with us, what's going on in Molly's day next?
4: I am messing around in my horse barn. <gasps> your wow. horses
0: tell us about I your horses
4: do. oh my gosh where um, are they i i live in new prague
2: okay
4: um i have three i show one of them wow. at the state fair too yes oh, awesome <laughs> yeah um curtis and lewis and gideon oh
1: wow. my gosh i just went to my first horse competition show like riding competition a few weeks ago ben lieber's daughter. She is a horse rider and she was they were doing a competition at the state fairgrounds and we were like let's go. So we brought the kids it was so fun.
4: It is it's so much fun. It's my passion, it's my life. Oh my it. gosh. This
0: is great. And and Lou, my wife just developed a fascination maybe 5 or 6 years ago with horses at the state fair while walking through the horse barn and she just <laughs> loves all things horses, right? We have a huge Huge picture of a horse right outside of the hall, in the hall right outside of this room. Just a big, beautiful horse. They're they magical. are really pretty. They're
1: magical animals. I once did a story for Twin Cities Live on a horse that painted. He put a paintbrush in his mouth, and he would paint these pictures <laughs> in still water. I kid you not. This is a true story. I met him.
4: Yes. They're fun. My, I recently smashed pumpkins and... My my horse Curtis was running around the pasture carrying like half a pumpkin all of a sudden. That's oh, wow. good living
0: for him. Okay, so now that you know we both have an affinity for horses and we appreciate you, Molly, and what you do, you do have to make a friend and you have to make an enemy. Yeah, you do. Who would you like to team up with? Uh Elizabeth or Steve. The topic today will be
3: It's color week.
0: We've been doing different colors every single
3: day. Today is Pink Day. Pink Day. Okay.
0: Now, stereotypically, I feel like I'm going to lose this um, this support. <laughs> I feel like you're going to want to do girl power here. Don't worry, pink. it won't
4: hurt my feelings, Molly. You go with No, no, no. I, I will because I got to try and help Donna out. <gasps> All right. But She's, Steve, I still love you. I,
1: I love you too, Molly. <laughs> I right. love you
0: too. You're not right. the first. You won't be the last. All right, I'll be over here. Get Molly's here. going
3: on hold. Steve's going to step aside, and we are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge Elizabeth, you ready to do this? I'm totally
1: ready. I'm taking a sip of coffee, so I'm revved up.
3: Nice. The theme all week long has been different colors. Each day has been a different color. Today's color is pink, so these questions all have something to do with the color pink. Are you ready? Ready. Let's do it. We'll start off with this one here. Andy must choose between Ducky and Blaine in this 86 Brat Pack film.
1: I don't know. Keep going.
3: Earlier in the Pink Panther franchise, Peter Sellers and Alan Arkin play the role of Inspector Clouseau. In the 6 reboot, this man played the character.
1: Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Hank Azari, I'll just say it. I don't Lady know.
3: Lady Marmalade was the first number one hit Pink was a part of. Name any of the other three songs that got to number one for Pink.
1: I don't the know. singer Ma- Pink. I, yeah. I don't know. Just I love that song. cover me in sunshine. What's that sunshine song that I love from her? I don't think that got to number one, though. Okay.
3: Anything like repeated? No. <laughs> oh, Andy is... must choose between Ducky and Bla- Okay. All right. Well, hey, you got some help. I've you got, got Molly. Molly to thank help you God,
1: out. Molly. I need some major help. Molly? terrible. You,
3: you heard the questions there. You want me? I'm going to go through each one of them for you. Is that cool? Yes. Yeah. Let's run through Molly, these questions. Molly,
1: do you think these are hard? Yes. Okay.
3: All right, good. I'm not the only one. Uh, all right. Andy must choose between Ducky and Blaine in this 86 Brat Pack film. Any guess on that first one?
4: Um. Uh, 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 oh, gosh.
3: Again, remember the category is pink for Pretty this. And
4: pink. <gasps> Pretty and pink. Oh,
3: Pretty and yes. pink. Okay. Oh my gosh, Molly! Let me read the second one. Good for
1: reminder it. on the category. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
3: No, you're good. Uh, early in the Pink Panther franchise, Peter Sellers and Alan Arkin play the role of Inspector Clouseau. In '06 and '09, the reboot, this character or the character was played by this man. So, who played Inspector Clouseau in the O six, oh nine reboot of Pink Panther?
4: Oh God. This one, I'm really stuck on. I don't no I idea. don't know. I'm sorry. I said
1: Hank Azaria because he plays, yes, yeah. he's like always a villain in these kids' movies, like in the Smurfs, <laughs> okay.
4: but I don't know if he go, did Pink. Go with that. Then, okay. I don't, really that, I don't think that's right. But we'll okay. go with
3: that. Let's go to the third one then. Laney Marmalade was the first number one hit Pink was a part of. Name any of the other three songs that got to number one for the, the artist Pink. For
4: in- Pink. Um... Is it get this party started? Oh. Want to go with get
3: the party started? Okay. Yeah, that's,
4: that's a good one.
3: Sweet. All right. Oh my we gosh! Will lock Thank those goodness, in. For Molly. Molly. You're going to go back on hold, and we're going to bring Steve back in here. See? yeah, yep. you're Come ready. Come on back Come in. Come
1: on, Steve. Steve is just stretching so okay. much. How hi, was hi, your hi, stretch?
0: Hi. How's everybody?
1: Good. Molly's a champ. Thank goodness for Molly.
0: Molly did great. Dang it.
1: Yeah, she's really good. Oh, shnikes, she's really man. Good. These are super hard. I don't think you're going to get any of them. But okay, we'll see.
3: We'll find out. <laughs> Let's run through them again. Pink, we got colors all week long. Today's uh, category, or today's color is pink. Let's get it started with this one. Are you ready, Steve? Yeah. Andy must choose between Ducky and Blaine in this 1986 Brat Pack film. Pretty in pink. Earlier in the Pink Panther franchise, Peter Sellers and Alan Arkin play the role of Inspector Clouseau. In 06 and 09, the reboot, the character was played by this man. Steve Martin? Lady Marmalade was the no- first number one hit Pink was a part of. Name any of the other three songs that got to number one for the artist Pink. Um, just say that again. So the artist there. Pink was a part of Lady Marmalade. That was her first number one that she was a part of. Name any of the three songs that got to number one for Pink. Number one hits. Rock star? So what, and I'm a rock star? Dun dun. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's run through these answers here. <laughs> We will get things started with the first one, as uh, as Elizabeth wasn't able to come up with the answer for that first one, but Molly did. Nice job, Molly. It is Molly Ringwald. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's why Molly should know that one. I yes. forgot about the pink thing in the mm-hmm. first. I forgot about that. It's okay. <laughs> it's easy to forget about the the clues sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, let's jump to the final one. Lady Marmalade was the first number one hit. Pink was a part of. Name any of the other three songs that got to number one for Pink. Now Molly came up with get the party started. Steve said That's a good guess. Steve said Rockstar. Rockstar. Which I believe he's referring to the song So What. Oh. That's George exactly Rockstar. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh unfortunately Nobody's gonna get a point on that one. As uh, get the party started only got to number four. Oh
1: shoot, oh, th- Molly th- didn't get the party started. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bummer of a party.
3: <laughs> the three songs you could have chosen were raise your glass. Oh, yes. oh yeah, just, just give me a reason. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And so what? So Steve was right, even though he was. right. Oh wrong. brutal! Shoot. Yep. I like that's that little cover me in sunshine bummer. song that she
1: does with her daughter. That's mm-hmm. my favorite Pink song. Nice. Oh. In case you were wondering, guys.
3: We were. <laughs> yeah, we <yeah>, were <laughs> <thanks laughs> getting to that. It is 1-1 as we head to this final question. It was the second question. Early in the Pink Panther franchise, Peter Sellers and Alan Arkin played the role of Inspector Clouseau. In the 06-09 reboot, the character was played by this man. Alan, or uh, Hank Azaria was the guest from... Uh, from Elizabeth, and then Steve Martin, the guest from Steve Patterson. Ah, uh, Steve got it, didn't he? Well, Molly knew Pretty in Pink with Molly Ringwald. It makes sense that Steve would know Steve Martin, uh, and he got it uh, right. Congratulations, yes.
0: Steve. Oh, my gosh. What a weight lifted. No, oh, wow, because yeah. I talked a lot of smack you about you this week, really Elizabeth. Did.
1: I'm sure you did.
0: Oh, I'm wow. Su- I would
1: expect nothing less. <laughs> Molly, Molly, I'm sorry. I uh, It's true. I'm good at many, 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 many things, but not Aww. this game. We tried. We tried. <laughs> You're a champ. You're amazing. Have fun with those horsies
4: out there. I will. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.
0: Thanks, Molly. Boy,
4: well, she's a gem.
0: She's really nice. There's, there. You can sense the energy on a phone, and she's got good energy.
4: I love
1: horse people, too. Horse people chill. are like chicken people. Like we got a lot in common.
0: Oh, you mean people are into horses?
3: I thought you meant centaurs. No, like half horse. I love no. centaurs. And Elizabeth, I got, I got a question. Yeah. Um, I might know the game maker, the person who comes up with these questions. Yeah. And I know it's color week, <coughs> but uh, maybe we'll just forget about that tomorrow. If you could potentially, you know, pick the category for It'll the College of that. Pop Culture Knowledge, if you could say of all the categories in the world, what category would I want? What, what would you pick? Food movies. Food movies. Food movies. Specifically food mm-hmm. movies. Well. Coming I'll to a college of pop culture knowledge. Britney uh, to Spears. This the nineties pop
1: princesses. Ooh. Those would be good too. Okay. I'll see what we the can do. The
0: International Olympic Committee. You know how no one respects them because they're just <laughs> always doing their shady deals are happening. And Mike represents Our version of the International Olympic Committee,
1: the IOC. I've got two games tomorrow, that means, because I have have the weekly trivia face-off. Yeah. It's
0: category uh, for that.
1: Boy bands. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Something related to boy bands, I'm not sure. That's with Jason and Alexis. You and Ben playing? Yes. Okay. We're very rarely on the same team. So when we play a game, usually it's uh, like on Twin Cities Live, we're against each other. So this will be fascinating to be on the same team. Ben does not like losing. Let me tell you that. Holy is that buckets! Right? Turns out, professional athletes <laughs> get don't competitive love edge? losing. My husband said to me the other night. He said, "I hate losing more than, more I, than like I like winning. winning."
0: That is a common refrain of athletes.
1: Is that the right thing to think? I was. I thought, boy, I don't know about that. I think that speaks a little. Michael as a Jordan wife, would say was that like, should too. Should I criticize you or should I, should <laughs> yeah. I support you? Where should
0: yeah. I go with this? <laughs> uh, well, Jay's not alone there, and, and neither is Ben. And you know, like I said, Michael Jordan famously held this belief as well. I think that it's, I think it's less about the approach and more about how our brains work. Yeah, because think of. You get a bunch of great. You post a video. You get a bunch of great comments, and then one is like, "You are such a d bag. You need to leave everywhere. No one likes you." That one stands out to you. Yeah. You guys, so the negative feeling has a yeah. really powerful thing with our brain because our brains get defensive against those negative things, right? Sure. Like the wait, I need to protect myself against these things. These are threats coming in. Whereas I think it, I think that's just kind of a byproduct of a lot of people's the the biochemistry of people of like we that negative feeling of losing. We're reminded of that. So much more than the satisfaction of winning.
1: Yeah, that's probably true.
0: I think there's some element to it, but
1: anyway, they, these athletes—they yeah, don't like—they like, get, they they get don't competitive. Like losing. You know, their undies get all bunched up. Ooh. Yeah,
0: is there gonna be a fight
1: tomorrow? Maybe if um, physical. If Jason and be Alexis beat me and Ben at a game,
0: yeah, is Ben just know. gonna be raging from his secret broadcasting location somewhere?
1: Maybe. Who knows what'll happen? He'll go
0: full rock star in a hotel room on his own. Home, wow! That'd be a needy story.
1: Yeah, that would be. That's it's it's fun to play these games though. This is good That's for a fun. person. Keeps my brain moving. You know.
0: Uh, well, we'll play another one tomorrow with you as well. You'll get that in the morning, and then you'll do college pop culture knowledge with us tomorrow at ten thirty. Um, well, you know what? When we come back, uh, I have a couple of things. I have this uh, a list of some jobs that are a lot less fun than they sound. But I'll also uh, break down the the big. Hot tub preparation that happened last night on the deck. This is a meaningful day. This is years in the making. And so it's a big day here at the Old Patterson Abode. Uh, we'll break that down. I know that you're you're into sort of heat therapy of a different source. We'll talk about that when we come back. It's Donna. It's Steve with Elizabeth on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve, My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Hey, uh, we've got your chance to win Jonas Brother tickets coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. We'll uh, let you know when that happens. Miguel will sound the horn that is his voice, honk, honk, and then he'll let you know when Caller 7 can get those tickets coming up again in the 11 o'clock hour. Jonas Brothers are going to be at the X next week. Should be a great show. We've got Elizabeth Reese in for Donna Valentine this morning. It's part of her court-mandated community service, it's so we true. thank you for being a part of the program today.
1: The a pleasure to be here.
0: Um, speaking of which, uh, before we get into any sort of hot tubby stuff, we do need to go back to what we didn't get to earlier, which is... Today on Twin Cities Live's annual Thanksgiving show, my favorite side dish ever created for a Thanksgiving table. You'll see the full recipe on the show. Tell us who's coming and what they're making.
1: Oh, Antigone Sander. Tig is an amazing chef. She's been on the show for, oh my gosh, years and years and years. And this Thanksgiving cooking special is our most delicious show of the year. It's so fun. We do. I mean, you've been a part of it many times, Steve. It's so fun. We have all these amazing cooks and chefs come in and give you some really great inspiration for your Thanksgiving table. So Tig made years ago these, it was like a three cheese mashed potato. Steve Patterson lost his- mind i mean they were so so good good. and i think it's the still goes on record as the only recipe from the show that you've actually taken home and made and made
0: because i've enjoyed so many of the things but i don't come alive in the kitchen that being said came home made them and then i brought them back from the dead last year busted them out of retirement and i made them again last year they are so so good
1: so good so we talked about them on the show when tig was there and I talked about how much you loved that recipe and how it just became one of your all-time favorites. Oh and then um we convinced her to come back and make them again. We got so many requests from viewers for this recipe. Okay. I got a request. Ju- I got an email just the other day. And people are constantly asking about this recipe. So we convinced Tig she's coming back today. She's going to make them again. Um, so I might have to try to see if I can like steal a little bit, Steve, and save some and bring Please them do. to you tomorrow. Oh yeah, that'd be really I nice. I can save some, some in the fridge for you because... Oh, that'd be great. so... They're so good. But we've got Paul Folger, who you love from Five Witness News. He's making a really great dish. We have all sorts of amazing cooks and chefs. We'll have wine pairings. We have a beautiful table setting set up to give you some inspiration for your Thanksgiving table. So You have
0: your tasting uh, we've table. We've got our tasting
1: table. Yep. We've okay. got Stephanie March, Joy Summers, and Lindsey Brown, who are going to be sitting down and trying all the foods and giving us uh, their opinions. But it really is a fantastic episode. It's my favorite episode of Twin Cities Live that we do all year.
0: I have an idea for next year's tasting table. Oh,
1: what? You wanna be honest? Okay.
0: Well, here's what I'm thinking. yes, but only if these conditions are met. Okay. No, <laughs> I me, can't you might want to jot these down. You. Libby, just listen. Okay. Here's what we would do. Yeah. You you and Ben are over there in the kitchen uh-huh. and you're there with all of your chefs. Now we go to the tasting table that is comprised of Steve Patterson, Chris Eggert, John Hansen.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Then we have all of the hosts. We're all there together and you just got three bros who aren't Good with words when it comes to describing food and what we're tasting, but we represent the uncle at your table, the dad at your table. In Eggert's case, the grandfather, more or less. <laughs> I think there's something we could do there. This is a
1: fun idea. So
0: I'm just I actually really like
1: this idea. I think that's a great that's a great plan. Right. Okay, I'll right. pitch it to whoever's right. in charge, which happens to be me, and so I'll say, yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> great. How wonderful. No, it's
0: not really. Um so last night, when the wind was blowing and everything was, uh it just got suddenly windy really quick, and then I saw these big dark rain clouds coming over from the west. Yeah. I thought, "Golly, this looks like a little sum sum that's coming in," and I thought, "Oh, I got to go, and I got to go clear off any left furniture that has been left on the patio," because I, I had mistaken. I thought that the hot tub delivery guy was coming this morning, much to my relief. He's actually coming this afternoon, which, but I was happy that I got this stuff done. But the this hot tub's going to go
1: on the deck on the no, top.
0: No, it's going to go on the patio below. Oh,
1: I was like, how, what's happening here?
0: Yeah, how, how, how structurally but I sound. guess people
1: do that. My parents had a hot tub on their deck. I don't know why I'm questioning this.
0: Yeah, you, you can do it. You just have to make sure that your, that your, your deck is rated for that kind of thing. Generally, yeah. delivery will cost more because there is some element of a crane situation that is often involved. If yeah. they have to lift it up really high. Thinking of that, we just showed how
1: they craned up the, um, saunas to go on the top of the Four season the Oh, really? For that, like they do that in Nordic Village, you can like go and do this whole wellness experience, and they take those those things by crane and hoist them on top wow. of the hotel downtown. Isn't that wild? And it's like,
0: I guess now it's just there forever. Like you know, no, you know I think they go take them down. Craning.
1: I think they're- they take them down in the winter. put them up there for the winter and then they're going to take them
0: down in the summer. That would make sense. That's how heat works.
1: Yeah. Do you understand? But anyway, Uh, okay. So it's not going on your deck. The hot tub is going underneath in your lower patio.
0: Underneath. Yeah. We have a paver patio there. I read a little back and forth on paver patio. You know, it does your paver base have this or not. I then went to a Reddit forum, which I feel like usually can get you some pretty Straight shooting advice, yeah. And there were a bunch of people that were like, "Oh my gosh, art! My hot tubs have been on my paver patio forever. My parents have it on theirs. They're like, paver patios are fine. Um, yeah, it, it has to do with the base and do the do the paver stones give way after a while. But every the internet led me to believe that's not an issue at all. The hot tub delivery uh, electrician people they said no, we do this all the time. So what I'm doing is it does require electrical work, which is expensive. I just need to tell you that that if you're thinking of a hot tub. That has a certain amount of power, it is expensive because yeah. you need like 220 volts and 50 watts, something like that. It's we need to do your, that
1: with our infrared sauna.
0: Okay, so we it's what get your a traditional outlet, outlet yeah, does yeah. not set up. And you have to run this wire from the electrical meter outside of your house oh. all the way back down to so their special cable that's involved. So it's fairly laborious there so you need to like make sure hey i've got some money set aside for that otherwise you'll get some sticker shock with that what are we
1: talking like a couple grand
0: yeah it's going to be like 2700 for it to run from the front all the way to the back oh that's a lot for me. it is and i saw another quote um from a few years ago for a little bit of a smaller situation and it before inflation went bananas too and it was like 1800 as well so it's it's a lot. So the, the guy at the hot tub store said it can be as low as a grand. It can be as much as $4,000, depending on your situation. But why you want that is because it allows you to get more heat. So if you only have a standard outlet and you have a hot tub that goes with a standard outlet, the hot, the heater cannot be on at the same time that the bubbles are on, that the oh, jets are on. Okay, okay. In addition to that, it's heating capacity for the standard plug and play, though they're a lot less expensive, so they can work for sure, and you can be very happy in them. Those heat one degree per hour, whereas the higher powered ones do four degrees per hour.
1: Oh, see, yeah, my parents, I think, had one degree per hour, which is difficult if you want to, like, you want to just use the hot tub when you want to use it. So my parents, right. you'd literally have to, I'd have to, like, decide the night before. Be like, yeah, we're coming right. over, now turn it up.
0: Yes, totally. And so this this is one where it's supposed to be sort of energy efficient. They say it runs you generally between $30 and $60, depending on time of year, for your electric. And there is like a twenty-four hour pump that is on it, so the water is always moving. But kind of like they say with with your thermostat, it's better to keep it at a set temperature and how have it maintained. It's more energy efficient, yeah. than spiking it and then turning it way down, etc. <gasps> I did also That's go fun. for the lounger uh, after a lot of back and forth and a lot of thought. Do I want to have a lay down chair or not? I got into it uh, a few weeks ago, and my mind was made up because. I sat down on it and sort of stretched out on it, the best. and it fit me perfectly. Oh my gosh, this thought, is so this exciting. Is great. And they're not making them as deep anymore. A lot of women, women are more buoyant than men. Yeah. Pick it up with God. God. I don't understand why, guys. <laughs> but women would complain that the seats were a little um, uh, too low, that they would end up just sort of floating and not actually enjoying the lounge or chair. They've changed the molds so that women, it fits women better. So You're going to love good. winter. This is my 40th uh, birthday present from Lou, and I just could not be more excited about it. I've always wanted a hot tub, and there's one getting delivered here Today's today. Today's the
1: day, buddy. Oh, I'm happy for you. This is great. This is be great.
0: Anyway, all right, we'll take a break now. Uh, when we come back, we've got a dirt alert and then a little movie star news. Kevin Costner, is he dating who now?